Hello and welcome to the Heal, Equip, and Release podcast. I'm your host, Karen Cruz. Through my work as a licensed counselor, I have developed a passion and hunger to see more women set free as they are healed, equipped, and released into their God-given identity and purpose. Scripture tells us that God has made each one of us with a specific plan and purpose in mind, and His plan for our lives is meant to lead us to a future of hope, blessing, and unshakable peace. However, today many of us find that we are far from experiencing this promise in our daily lives. The truth is that we are in a war, and the battle plan of our enemy is to wound us in such a way that we miss out on the fullness of God's vision for our lives. In this podcast, I will help you explore and experience the love, truth, beauty, and goodness of God that has the power to heal your heart, renew your mind, reignite your spirit, and set you free to joyfully fulfill the unique mission God has placed on your life. Hello, friends, and welcome to day 25 of the Enter His Rest Prayer Challenge. We are together again exploring and continuing to explore this idea of how we can better receive God's abiding peace, how we can better abide in his love, you know, and just staying close to him. We've explored, just to recap, practicing vulnerability with God in the first week. We've explored how we can receive God's love and how we can give God our desires in week three. And this week, the final week, we're just diving a little bit deeper into just this idea of, you know, abiding with God, you know, remaining with him, staying close to him so that we can become more and more one with him. And so today's scripture that I'm going to read to you and just start it off with here comes from Colossians chapter three, verses one through three. Let me just say that last part again, because I just think it's so interesting. For you have died and your life is hid with Christ in God. You know, I just think that part is something, you know, we talk about how, how Christ died and rose again, and we talk about um, becoming like him. But I think this whole idea that like, we are dead, you know, you hear about the old man and the new man and, but just really contemplating this concept that we are dead. And that sounds kind of crazy. Like you are dead and, and who you are now is Christ in you. You know, is essentially now great guys just you know I'm not a scripture scholar. So if anyone out there interprets this better, this is my understanding from what I have read and studied. It's just it's just kind of just a crazy concept to really recognize just that that as St. Paul says, like we have died and now it is Christ who lives in us. For we have been raised with Christ. And again, our life is hidden with Christ and God. Like God, one person who I listen to says, God placed us in the one, like in such a, a place of where we can always just, um, hey, as he puts it, like have our needs met in Christ. Like he hides us in Christ. When he looks at us, he sees Jesus. He sees Jesus in us because our life is hidden in Christ. And so we are becoming one with him. This is the ultimate reality that we are called to live. Like this is essentially right abiding, like being hidden in Christ. And just the more that we kind of contemplate this, you know, we just recognize this is our gift through baptism. And all those times we're like putting ourselves down and and saying these horrible things about us, it's like denying the reality of our baptism. Now we have to work this out. Like 
St. Paul says, you know, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. But just this reality is a gift that we can we don't earn, right? Like it is it is such a place of receptivity and and just how our brain works, which I'm gonna get into in a second, but like it's so important that we actually take time to think about this and receive this truth. You know, but it's it's hard for us, right? Because in the it's a supernatural, invisible reality that our life is hidden with Christ in God. You know, like what does that even mean? Like what is this? You know, we are a new creation though, even though we might appear to look the same. You know, through baptism, we have been united with Christ and his life is meant to shine brightly through ours. But we know that the reality is that so often this isn't what we're seeing, right? This is, but in the natural, we're not seeing that reality, but we're meant to. And, and pressing into that call is, is what we're doing, right? With this whole challenge here. You know, why? but why is this? Why is it that so often this reality is not appearing you know, to be true on the outside, which is what we're called to. And I think St. Paul gives us a clue to that in, in what he says today in this verse we're looking at, which lines up well even with brain science, which is something that I really enjoy studying. You know, St. Paul says that, again, we have been raised with Christ, you know, so we're a new creation with, in Christ, and we need to keep seeking the things that are above. And he says, set your minds on the things above, He seems to be saying that the focus of our mind is the key to living a life where we are raised with Christ and where our old man can truly, you know, stay dead, can be, can really, you know, lay down and let Christ be live instead, you know, and managing our mindset is absolutely key to living a life that abides with Christ. And so what we know about the brain is that essentially, I know I like to say what we focus on grows, you know, what we set our mind on the most is where that strongest neural pathway is. And so that's where all those new neural connections are going to grow. So we need to pay attention to what we're paying attention to. And if what we're paying attention to is what we want to grow. (laughs) So, you know, if we're focusing on fear, worry, anger, you know, resentment, any of these things, then those are the neural pathways that are going to be growing in our brain and they're going to grow stronger and stronger. So we need to instead really be aware of the call to focus, like St. Paul says, on what is above, on what is good, true, and beautiful. These are the things that will grow if we focus on them um, and they'll grow those stronger neural connections in our brain. And so we have to make choices with our will, not with our emotions, because our emotions aren't always helpful in this, but God has given us a will that is very strong if we use it and exercise it that allows that will allow the best possible chance of our minds actually doing this focusing on god first which is again it's kind of like a muscle we got to practice it we have to pay attention to what we're paying attention to and so this is a process that again won't happen overnight but it starts with taking an honest inventory of our lives. We can't control everything that comes into our senses. We know this. And today more than ever, we are being bombarded with stuff day in and day out that is trying to take our attention. Um, but we can control a lot more than we realize. And I think sometimes that's kind of an excuse. You know, what, just so just some questions you can ask yourself, you know, what is the first thing that we do or look at or read, watch when we wake up in the morning? You know, what, how do we start our day? Is it a prayer? Is it God? Is it scripture? Or is it our phone and social media? You know, what do we listen to in the car or during our downtime? Who do we spend our time with? Do we seek to have friends who help us become the best version of ourselves? Or are we a friend who that, that helps others grow? You know, what are we doing 
with our leisure time? Do we spend a lot of time watching the news, surfing the web, or scrolling social media again? I guess keep bringing that up, but it's just such a big time suck. We all know it. You know, playing games on our phone or whatever it is. You know, and none of these things, I want to be clear, like I'm not saying you can't ever, like if you not only read the Bible and, and only read personal development books and there's no time for just fun and leisure, please don't hear that. But there is something like quality over, you know, quantity or whatever, like whatever your, whatever your leisure is, let it, let it not be based, you know, let it not be um, bad for you, you know, poison, you know? So as we learn to take control of our attention by developing habits, that these are meant to be habits that direct our mind on some way towards God, towards what is good, true, and beautiful. That is not just sort of a a kind of subtle poison to our brains. And so we exercise the power of our will and we can begin to create new and stronger pathways that will override those, let's say those anxiety, worry, or hopelessness pathways that so many of us seem to have when we're in it. And those are the pathways that really are rooted in in what's on earth, right? The things, the problems of this world and and those sorts of things. We're not focusing on God and, and who he is and who he wants to be for us and who we're becoming in him. So we, we just want to kind of override that default mode by first taking inventory and and in the end, developing some new habits. So it, it takes intentionality, right? It's not just going to happen on a default mode, but God designed our brains, our minds to be directed by our will. And so even if our emotions aren't too drawn to this, we're not feeling excited <laughs> by this sort of thing, we need to be patient with ourselves. Um, because the you know the the perseverance will really make a difference, and and it will change your mind. It will change your heart. It will things will happen because the Holy Spirit will be very active there in helping you and assisting you. So, you know, in the end, we can learn to set our mind on what is above, and begin to see the life of the resurrected Christ, just like Saint Paul is saying, begin to shine more brightly through our own. So we're going to realize through all this that the real and truest version of ourselves is truly who we are in Christ, who we are becoming by his grace at work within us. And as we focus more on Christ and on his life, as we're changing our habits, as we're spending time, especially meditating on God's word, like really focusing and and really instead of meditating on our worries and meditating on things we like that we said or wish we didn't do or all these other things that we can ruminate on, we practice meditating on God's word. We practice prayer and especially meditating on the life of Christ. We want to become like him. If what we focus on grows in our brain, focusing and meditating on his life is so powerful. And we will start to see transformation begin to happen. So I just encourage you to take some time today to consider, you know, what currently captivates your mind day in and day out. You know, what kind of mindless habits might need to be replaced by seeking or focusing on, you know, what is above on these eternal, good, true, and beautiful things that God that, that reflect God's goodness, truth, and beauty. So spend some time today asking the Holy Spirit to help you. And this is so big, guys. Like this, sometimes I think we can sit down with ourselves and be like, okay, what am I going to do? Let's do this. And we forget to invite the Holy Spirit into this process. At least I I did for the longest time. I was constantly praying and like, I'm going to do this for you, God. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to prove my my strength to you. I, I can do this. I can do this. And it was like this backwards way of like, you know, without realizing it, thinking that I was going to earn it. I was going to earn salvation. I was going to earn God's love. And yes, it does. We, what we do matters, but we can do nothing apart from him. So we need to invite him into that process explicitly. So ask the Holy Spirit 
who is your helper, who is the counselor, you know, and your comforter and all of this to help you take this inventory of your life and begin to set some goals. You know, we're coming up on the new year here where we like to, <laughs> to try to do that, right? Well, set some goals in partnership with the Holy Spirit to, to make some changes that will really help, you know, you shift your mind you know, in a new direction so that the real true you in Christ, who you are in him will shine more and more brightly in this new year. So I hope you find this helpful today, guys. I hope that you can spend some time reflecting on that scripture, journaling a little today, and just writing down what stuck out to you so you can return to it and continue to just let the Holy Spirit work in your heart. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I am praying for you. God bless. Just real quick, I wanted to ask you a little favor. If you have been enjoying this series, this podcast, would you please consider subscribing, first of all, and then also maybe leaving a little review or giving us a five-star you know, review rating, maybe a written review, something like that, just to get, help us get the word out. This stuff really makes a difference in the kind of exposure and how podcasts kind of get, get attention out there. So if you could do that, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. And also just a reminder that you can register for the full experience of this Enter His Rest Challenge by going to my website, which is www.twoheartsforher.com and then click on the podcast and courses tab at the top of the page and there will be a link right there for you. So hope you have a great day. Thanks so much. Bye.